0: Call to us, your timid footsteps lengthen, throw off sin's weight, your halting weakness strengthen. We kept the faith, we shed our blood, were martyred, our lives we bartered. For our daily prayer, we use the Order of Morning Prayer found on page 235 in the Lutheran Service Book or page 024 in the middle section of Treasury of Daily Prayer. Let us pray.
1: in the beginning. time.
0: Today's New Testament reading is the Epistle to the Hebrews, the twelfth chapter. Therefore, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us also lay aside every weight and sin which clings so closely, and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us, looking to Jesus, the founder and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is seated at the right hand of the throne of God. Consider him who endured from sinners such hostility against himself, so that you may not grow weary or faint-hearted. In your struggle against sin you have not yet resisted to the point of shedding your blood. For they disciplined us for a short time as it seemed best to them. But he disciplines us for our good, that we may share his holiness. For the moment, all discipline seems painful rather than pleasant, but later it yields the peaceful fruit of righteousness to those who have been trained by it. Therefore, lift your drooping hands and strengthen your weak knees, That no one is sexually immoral, or unholy like Esau, who sold his birthright for a single meal. For you know that afterward, when he desired to inherit the blessing, he was rejected, for he found no chance to repent, though he sought it with tears. For you have not come to what may be touched and to the sprinkled blood that speaks a better word than the blood of Abel. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. For today's meditation on God's word, we welcome Pastor Robert Steinhie.
2: Hebrews 12, 1 and 2. Therefore, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us also lay aside every weight and sin which cling so closely and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us, looking to Jesus, the founder and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is seated at the right hand of the throne of God. The race for the White House seems endless, dominates the news coverage. Remember when Russia was a threat to the Ukraine and it was in all the news? While Russia is still a threat to the Ukraine, we just don't hear about it very often. But the race goes on and on and on. It takes a lot of courage and discipline to run that race for the White House or for that matter to run in any kind of race. It's not the kind of thing that one does on a whim. Those who run physical races, such as marathons or even 10K races, don't just show up. They have to practice, and that means following a discipline of some sort. It takes work, training, coaching, and, oh yeah, more work. Candidates for office have people around them who advise, who train, who supervise their practices so that the best possible performance can happen. Politics has its own form of discipline. Hebrews describes the Christian life as running a great race, looking ahead to Jesus, who is the author and finisher of our faith. He, too, ran a race for us, and for the joy that was set before him endured the pain and the discipline and the shame of the cross to win the salvation of the world. Our politicians should have such lofty goals. But the Christian's goal is not to save the world. Jesus did that. We still have a goal set before us. The city of God, Mount Zion, the heavenly Jerusalem, are the phrases Hebrews uses. The great difference in this race is that we don't have to worry about beating others out as though there was only one winner. Christ has already achieved the goal and sends us His Spirit that we may finish our own race well. When we were baptized, we were told that we are winners, as long as we finish the race. Politicians, well, most of them, have to be disciplined in their speech and their action. They have enemies who want to take them down and will find those words and actions that are troublesome and use them as obstacles. So the politicians need to learn a discipline of sticking to their message. As we run our race, similar obstacles can be in our path. The lack of appreciation for the grace of God, the lack of charity in our dealings with others who are each running their own race. The author of Hebrews writes about obstacles. One of the biggest is the root of bitterness that can be a stumbling block in any long-distance runner marathon. Bitterness is not only an obstacle in our own race, but has the satanic ability to become an obstacle in another's. These obstacles, some of our own making and others that are placed there by the enemy, are there to keep us from achieving our prize. The discipline that God visits upon us is to assist us in our journey so that we can finish the race and not stumble or fall as the end draws near and the goal is in sight. With the cross before us, the knowledge that Jesus waits at the goal, and the Spirit empowering us through His discipline, we press on towards the prize of life with God. Don't fall out of the race. The prize is already ours.
0: Let us pray. Almighty God, You show those in error the light of your truth, so that they may return to the way of righteousness. Grant faithfulness to all who are admitted into the fellowship of Christ's church, that they may avoid whatever is contrary to their confession and follow all such things as are pleasing to you. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen.
1: Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Taught by our Lord and trusting his promises, we are bold to pray. Our Father, who art